Hey guys, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Big MX Radio Podcast. Man, I love doing all these podcasts during the off-season when there's so many uh, things to talk about. Like you'll, say, like you'll hear in the podcast, really the only series that's happening right now is this Hoosier Tire Arena Cross Nationals. It's absolutely wild. But uh, I really want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, checking things out. And uh, on the podcast today, we have Jeff Crutcher, of course, the team manager and one of the riders on the ATC Flipside Racing Team. Uh, that's competing in the Hoosier Tire Series. So uh, check out the podcast and uh, let me know what you think. As well, we are running that uh, awesome contest where uh, anyone who emails me, if you listen to the podcast, you like what you hear, or if you don't listen, you don't like what you hear, uh, you can still email me, bradgebhart88 at gmail.com, and everybody who goes ahead and emails me will uh, receive an entrance to uh, win a Medterra CBD 3,000 milligram tincture. So go ahead and do that. And without further ado, here's Jeff Crutcher. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com right now and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO20 to save 20% on every single one of your orders. And if you only want to save 20, uh, 15%, Big MX Radio 15 still works. But the Big MX Radio 20 is probably the one you want to go with. I am your host, Brad Gephardt. I'm on all of these podcasts, making his return a repeat offender in the month of November. He's uh, He was basically begging to come back on the show after the uh, all the response he got uh, after the first time. Uh, he is ripping ruts, probably not nailing sluts. It's Jeff Crutcher. Yeah, I dipped my toe. I'm double dipping, and I dipped, I dipped my toe in you know, a couple weeks, oh, was that a week ago? And now I'm going to try the other toe to make sure that I like what I, I like what I feel. Jumping in with both feet because the water feels nice here over at Big MX Radio. And uh, you're just, uh, you're on the heels of um, first round of uh, first round of arena cross. You did it as a solo effort due to uh, a little bit of a mishap with your teammate. But uh, give us a full synopsis. Give us a whole uh, sort of the sort of the, the, uh, the overview uh, of getting to the races, showing up, setting up the, the, the team setup, which looked awesome. Uh, I, I love the way you've inc- incorporated uh, the graphic and the design from the collective experience in throughout the entire, not only the graphic kit of the bike, but also the, the pit presence looks really cool. And uh, yeah, so give, uh, give us your take on how the whole weekend went. Okay, so yeah, it was round one and two of the Hoosier Arena, Hoosier Tire Arena Cross Nationals. Um, in Claremore, Oklahoma, Friday and Saturday night racing. And yeah, getting back to what you said. So we started by uh, driving down myself and Brandon Yates, my teammate. We took his Ford Transit down and got <clears throat> got the pit built on Thursday afternoon. And it's, I mean, it's a rodeo arena, uh, probably seats, I'm going to say 1,500 or so. And um we got the pit built up, looked real nice, put the back walls up, did the display tables and, you know, featuring both the flip side and EBS product, and then promoted our uh, team posters that uh, I had printed some beautiful 11 by 17s. And so, yeah, we, we just got the, the pit dialed in for the first time, you know, first round, new team, got to get the pit dialed in and, I was very satisfied with the way that it all came together. It was, you know, Brad, the thing is, is like, 
whenever I built all this stuff inside of my head and like putting it together, you never know how it's going to look until you're in a stadium with, with those led lights above and in the back wall and just getting to see all those colors and then spraying the SC one on the, on the motorcycles and just the top to bottom presentation of it. I, I'm not going to say that I got like choked up, but like seeing it once it was all built and just taking a step back and it's like, Whoa, we're here. I did this. And now, now I got a race, you know? And, and, and yeah, like you said, Yates, um, Yates had a little farming incident and cut some of his, uh, his right middle finger off and they did a, they did a partial amputation and took some of the bone out. It was a rather, a rather, yeah, rather gruesome deal. Um, so what happened was, is he was loading grain into the, uh, the hopper for the, uh, cattle and the belt on it started slipping and I mean, they've had the same piece of equipment for as long as he's been alive to do this job. And there's one way to get the belt back on while the machine is running. I guess it's a pain in the ass to turn it off. And uh, he hit the belt and it snagged his hand and then it sent it through the pulley. And it, it cut up a, uh, two of his fingers and then cut one of them kind of off. And so that sounds was, like a pain uh, in the finger was, more than a, a pain in the ass. <clears throat> Yeah, and it sucks because that was his that was his ass fingering finger, and so now you know he's got the nub and can't get the job done with it. So yeah. it, it's both a pain in the finger and a pain in the ass. Right, exactly. This is a double whammy and uh, and a loss to uh, uh, the ATC Flipside uh, Racing Program. <laughs> like, uh... yeah, yeah, we lost an inch for sure. And and we'll honestly, you guys didn't have an inch to give to be yeah <laughs> yeah when you when you're starting with minimal inch you know yeah, yeah yeah when you're starting with minimal distance it's it's a tough loss but yeah so um i had to hold down the fort and you know like full disclosure going into so you know we we got into the hotel on on thursday night got all nestled in woke up you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and pounded some pounded some delicious game of coffee out of our flip sides and then headed over to the track and got got all uh signed in and set up and just you know those pre-race jitters i mean you know it was funny because i was it was a bit of a surreal moment because i'm thinking wow this is what it's like for the guys that are going to you know what will be you know houston one this year or um you know traditionally anaheim one is that that like feeling of, Hey, we have, we've got a championship to chase, but we also have the first one to get out of the way. And, you know, being the, the solo rider for the ATC Flipside team, whew, you know, I was, I was not like nervous, like, and like anxious, like I wasn't having anxiety, but just kind of the weight of the reality of it all of where, you know, it's like, wow, dude, I put a lot of effort into this and now I got to go out and perform. And <clears throat> I, in timed qualifying, I was 14th out of 24. And like, admittedly, I am not a time, like that is not my strong suit. Ever since all professional racing has gone towards timed qualifying, 
you know, I'm just like, well, this isn't my gig, you know, so I, I've steered clear of that as much as, you know, as much as I can justify. And so going into it, like, I know that when the gate drops, like I'm solid, you know, um, but whenever it's just, okay, go, you know, and, and it's go get it figured out and then lay your laps down while the track is still good. Um, shit, dude, it was, you know, I, I, I kind of forgot that part that, you know, TQ was for uh gate pick. And so I was 14th. And then in my heat that, that put me at like sixth or seventh gate pick. And <clears throat> dude, I just, First drop, you know, first drop of the night, 250 Pro heat, uh, heat number two. Uh, right after Moran's went out and and won, then, um, then we dropped the gate. I I rocketed out, but Carter Gordon on his, I'm not gonna say it's a big bore, but it is not stock Honda 250F <laughs> that he's got. I mean, it is that thing is pipey, dude, and lean. My God, is that motorcycle lean, which we know lean is fast, but lean also has a bit of a, uh, you know, an expiration date. That's a mystery on okay. it. But anyway, so he launched into the corner first and like just went a little, too, I think he got a little too aggro with the throttle, missed his brake, whatever. He went a little wide and I checked left and went and tucked underneath him just textbook and led into the second corner in first place and didn't look back and like, wow, just, you know, pulling off of the track, dude, I took the checkers and it's just like, no way that just happened. Like I came into this race with absolutely no idea where I was sitting, you know, as far as like competitiveness, where, you know, where my, I mean, I knew I I'm solid for, for riding, you know, 15 laps. I, I, I know where my fitness is at, but golly dude, you know, just like, a win. Whoa. You know, it, it was just, it was a really, a really good way to like set the bar of, okay, now I know what I'm capable of. I know, you know, how these tires feel under race condition. I know, you know, how to, I'm getting the motorcycle figured out. I mean, like, like we talked about last time, you know, I'm still dude. I mean, my motorcycle has six hours on it. So I have six hours on a 250 F total since 2008 or whatever it is so that i mean i'm still getting it figured out and for me to go out and get a w for you know for the team like that was that was pretty that was pretty awesome um and then i uh, had a real good start in the main um was running fourth for a while and then uh ended up uh after on lap eight preston taylor um on his Yankton Cowie got past me. And so I finished up in fifth, which I was very, very satisfied with. And, you know, I made $125 for that ride. And uh, I missed, I missed qualifying in the 450 class by one. And then, um, you know, I mean, but, but dude, what a, what a wild success to go, you know, to show up new team, first time racing arena cross in you know 14 years or or excuse me in um in nine years and just you know it, it just was like okay you know we, we got that out of the way and then um saturday uh showed back up to the track did um did a bunch of really cool television stuff 
uh, in front of a green screen and then some uh, some pit activation for, for TV also. Um, you know, just in standard, hey, Jeff Crutcher, ATC flip side racing, and you're watching Hoosier Arena Cross Nationals on MAV TV. You know, one of those, which I was like, hey, this is a lot of fun, you know? Um, and then, dude, but the racing, I don't know. I mean, I was, I was right on the bubble in every race that I rode, you know, right near qualifying contention. Um, I did take one, one, let's say I fell down one time in the first corner and then took a pretty good hit that bumped me off of the track while I was in qualifying position in, a, in another. And like, I was in there, I was in the mix, just, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't in the cards for me to qualify in either class on Friday or Saturday, or I'm sorry, on, uh, on Saturday in 250 or 450. But the cool thing about the Hoosier Arena Cross Nationals is that they have uh, what they call the pro B main. So if you do not make it out of the heat or the LCQ, then you get to race a five lap B main and um, it's everybody that doesn't qualify. And um, if there's more than 30 riders, uh, they take, let's see. So let's see, it would be six, six, 12, Plus another, they take the next like four out of time qualifying. After, so it'd be 25, 6, 7, and 8 out of time qualifying. You go straight into the pro B main um, if there's 30 riders. But we had 24, so we didn't have to add any extra guys in. Um, but still, dude, it's a goddamn main event. Like, you know, looking at the looking at yeah, who absolutely. was in it and, and, and like looking at the results of the B main, I'm like, well, shit, dude, like this is – <laughs> there's a lot of top talent in here. I mean, there was, there were three guys on the line that qualified for an outdoor national in the last two years. And it's like, Oh man, <laughs> you know, this is no joke. And uh, I got fifth in the B main on Saturday, which, you know, by the time I, I don't, I'm not saying my heart wasn't in it, but it just, it kind of devolved into one of those nights of, Hey, I got a championship to chase here and I'm not going to, you know, risk it all. Um, you You're know, in the, the B main. Of, of, right. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you, if you win the B main, then you have two options. You can take home a hundred bucks or you can forfeit the money and uh, race in the, in the 450 pro main um, with a 13th gate pick. And so far, <laughs> everybody that's been in the B main has taken the hundred dollars. Because in order to make the hundred dollars that you would have lost, like you fourth. have to get six. Okay, six. six. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, I mean, and then you start to look at the lineup. You know, I mean, shit, dude. You've got, you know, one guy that's you know sponsored by Monster Energy. You've got two two guys that are rock star athletes. You've got two guys with two digit national numbers. Um, you know, one kid that's on a full blown EBR Yamaha ride. And then, you know, like Carter Gordon on his fire-breathing Honda. And you start going down the line and you're like, holy shit, everybody in this race is qualified for an outdoor national and scored points or, you know, raced Supercross and, and made it in Anaheim. And, and like, dude, it's no joke. And, and like, yeah, so so it's pretty uh, – it's the obvious choice for, for, like, the average dude to be like, you know what? I made my hundred dollars. I got my entry fees back. Like I'm just gonna kind of lick my wounds, which is a lot easier to do with a hundred dollars in your pocket. So, yeah, overall, um, very psyched about the weekend. Absolutely, yeah. tons of you know, uh, like 
goosebump moments for you like just so like it just seemed uh, to be like ever elevating itself uh, obviously kind of <laughs> a little bit of a come down at the end maybe that's because of the coffee but it, it really does seem like you kind of got swept away with it all and uh, enjoyed yourself yeah absolutely and and you know full disclosure like i had some well before after time qualifying on saturday and I'm sitting there, you know, and I felt good. I dropped a second. My fastest lap time was a second, a whole second faster than it was the previous night. So I was riding better on Saturday, um, you know, in time qualifying. And then, but after that was over, dude, I started thinking, you know, I, I got inside my own head and started thinking about all this like team managerial shit and just like, you know, the cookie started crumbling from there. <laughs> yeah, and you know but, what? That's you know, a, that's one of the reasons why I think privateers really struggle. Um, and uh, when it comes to, like, you have guys, like, say, like, a Grant Harlan or a John Short who are, like, infinitely uh, talented. Same thing with Kevin Morans. Had the Kevin Morans on the podcast yesterday. He that, that podcast was released this morning. Unbelievable talent. But those guys, a lot of the times, have so many more factors to worry about during the week than, say, an Eli Tomac or a, 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 your top flight uh, factory superstar. Like, the stresses of those things alone is worth seconds on race day. And, you know, it's it's hard to quantify, you know, all the stuff that goes into... Okay, think about, like, think about this, Brad. Whenever you go and ride, okay, you're investing... You know, odds are an hour to get to the track. Minimum. And yeah. then you're going to be at the track, you know, three three hours and then another hour to get home. Then you unload the bike and you wash it and you start, you know, and, and then you do a little bit of maintenance, come inside, cook dinner, you know, et cetera. And, and it's like you had a full day um, just off going to ride. And then do that three times a week, manage your you know, so then, and you're still keeping relationships with all your partners, you're booking flights, you're, you know, uh, ensuring that your entry went through at the races and then all the other shit. I mean, I'm just barely scratching the surface. And then for a, yeah, for a guy like John Short to show up and get, you know, fucking fourth place in a moto at, at Millville, like he did two years ago. It's like, <laughs> how, how is that even possible? Like that guy should be nowhere near up there, not off of talent, but just off of the fact that like, he worked like two full-time jobs, you know, and the guys that are in front of him are getting paid millions of dollars. And, um, you know, John was doing epoxy floors, you know, between motos. And so it's like, yeah, I, 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 entirely. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I suffered from that by any means. That's not the word that I want to choose. Uh, but it's, that's probably the easiest one, you know, for lack of a better word. It's, it's just, the, the gravity of the situation of all the extra stuff that goes into it. You're like, Oh man, you know, like you start thinking, you know, three dimensionally, four dimensionally on all this extra stuff that it's like, not only, not only do I have, you know, to go out and ride for myself, but just like obligations, you know, and, and thinking, well, how is this going to look for my brands if we do X, Y, and Z, you know, and, and, and just, yeah, it's um, <laughs> there's just so much thinking that goes in, in, involved, and then it's like you know, then all of a sudden they're calling 450 LCQ to the line. And you're like, shit, you're like, 
<laughs> I got to go race again, you know? Um, but it's at the same time, like I'm a racer, you know, I, I can, I can, I know how to turn all that off, mute it down and, and put it in my pocket until I'm back in the pits. But, and this is a learning curve, you know, for me, I mean, it's like, it's a whole new program, like to go from just showing up and, and, you know, talking to anybody that comes into my pit and, and just, uh, rolling out with cash in my pocket after the day is over. And now it's like, there's a lot more to do. And, um, it's, it's figuring out how to manage that, manage another individual. And then, um, whenever the collective experience guys start showing up, which they're going to, uh, we have interns at the next round, you know, it's like, now I'm in charge, you know, not just of now I'm not just team manager, but also crew chief. And it's like, I keep adding on more hats for some reason. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a boatload of work, but at the same time, Brad, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I am not bitching about it because this is bit, this is the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done, you know, um, professionally mm-hmm. in, in any faction, you know, I love it. just like I said, to see it in fruition, whenever we put the banners up and the, and the tablecloth down and the motorcycles with the SC one on it, and you take a step back and you're like, you've seen uh castaway whenever uh tom hanks is on the island yep and he finally you know he's got the uh the stick on the on the uh, or how whatever it is that he he's skewers doing the like, fish yeah yeah well there's that that's later in the movie but the the part where he's got the little stick and he's rubbing it on top of the other stick to to get it to start smoking mm. and then he's and then he throws it into the little bits of of uh you know wood chips that he's got all of a sudden you know it starts to smoke and and he's blowing on it and then cut scene to him you know where he's on the beach and there's this like 10 foot tall pile of you know wood he's got a full-blown island uh, you know beachfront bonfire he starts beating his chest i made what is it i've created fire i have made fire yeah and it's like it's that like that rawness of like Oh, you know, it just makes you want to beat your chest and be like, I did this. I created a race team. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. You know, me and Tom Hanks were practically the same person, you know, or that character that he played. Yes, absolutely. Um, And, uh, and and yeah, they were like diehard. um, What was it? it Tennessee Titans fans? Um, Yeah. But, uh, okay, for yourself satisfied like give yourself i want to see a letter grade for the first weekend and i want to know how you're going to improve for the next one uh okay so for um i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna divide this up into in two categories for um team manager and uh team manager operations i'm gonna give myself uh b plus okay um and uh, just, just well, I, I, I'll go with A. I'll just go with A, honestly. I don't know how I could have done it better because, I mean, you know, I didn't know what, what to do, essentially. So got one under my belt. Now I know where to go from there. The team manager operation ran really smooth. You know, I had us dialed on travel, had us dialed on, you know, I had money in the bank to pay for everything. That's, um, I think that seems to be the hardest part for a lot of these goofballs that start teams. Yes. And then... Um, you know, I had the I had the hotel booked in advance, you know, and, uh, you know, I knew where we were going to go eat, just shit like that. So I did a good job there. And, I, you know, Yates, I gave him direction of what to do. 
Um, then Jeff Crutcher, uh, number 37, ATC Flipside Race and KTM. Um, overall, between an A, I'm going to say an A average on Friday and a C plus on on Saturday, we'll go. We'll meet in the middle and just go with a flat B. Um, going into the next one. For team management operation, I just, uh, you know, so our, our intern that's coming in, uh, the, I know that we have one for sure, Aaron Cole from uh, Utah. He's he's flying in, and I, uh, I Aaron's been one of my uh, mechanics before uh, at Washougal in uh, last year, and um, Aaron's a solid dude, and I know that I don't have to, like, stay on top of him, and he's only – Oh man, is he going to make things a lot easier for me? Um, and Brandon also. So that'll 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 ease, you know, not the tension, but that'll that'll just uh, lubricate things a little bit better, um, and that and then make me able to perform better on the track because it does go hand in hand. You know, like you said, it's you know you start thinking about one thing and and then it's hard to harder to race. So for uh, how to improve my letter grade on. On track performance, it's going to start in timed qualifying. I know I've got a tactic. I'm not going to say what it is, but I've got a tactic that I'm going to try something all new during time qualifying that, you know, I feel pretty confidently that that will boost my times uh, to where I get better gate picks because an arena cross gate pick is so important. And so, you know, if you're sitting on the outside with eighth pick, and you know the the first the first straight is only you know shit 55 feet long i mean you don't even consider third gear i mean it's it's so short and so um you know because at this specific stadium they like to do the start um uh not hot dog but hamburger on the uh you know so from like narrow side to narrow side and mm-hmm. then you'll do a sharp left and then go all the you know the full length of the floor yeah um so i mean you don't hit third gear it's just it's just wop and then you're turning left um so yeah it's it's i, I really got to juice up my performance and time qualifying to ensure that i get a better gate pick uh because a good gate pick sure does go a long way coming into that second corner Fair enough. Well, I, I think that uh, it's a step in the right direction. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself and, and had a good experience. And I'm glad that uh, the, the vision in your mind, and you're a, you're a vision guy, you, you, you like, I really feel like um, you get an idea in your head and you execute it. I'm glad that uh, things turned out to be uh, at least 98% of what you thought it would be and uh, without missing 2% of whatever it was, uh, I'm sure you'll, it'll be there. Uh, the next time that we uh, we see uh, it happen, and that's my next question for you, when are you racing next uh, and how can people follow along with both yourself and the team? Okay, so the next race is going to be December 4th and 5th, same stadium, Claremore, Oklahoma, at okay. the Claremore Expo Center. Um, it's the Hoosier Tire arena cross nationals you can look it up on instagram hoosier arena cross and then um me i'm ripping ruts r-i-p-p-i-n ruts and then um the 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 team's name is atc Flipside, which i'm sure if you just type in atc space flp it'll be the first thing that comes up um yeah so so that'll be the next race and also 
the race will be streamed live on Flow Sports. Um, okay. I will be doing lots of promotion for for Flow Sports here over the next. Hopefully, we'll be able to release all the information later uh, later this week. So, um, yeah, if, I mean, dude, there's nothing else going on right now. There's no other professional racing. This is it. So, you know, this this next weekend um, or two weeks, whenever it is, uh, shit, three weeks from now, December 4th and 5th, live on Flow Sports. I don't know if you can pay-per-view the event or if you have to get a subscription. Um, I talked to the not the production manner, but manager, but the guy that uh, the pro the programming manager at Flow Sports. Um, I was on a conference call with them, and uh, we kind of went back and forth on what the best option will be for our demographic, and um, it's positive and negative in both directions for both PPV and uh, and a full blown subscription, but you know. They understand television and programming, and uh, I'm, I'm confident that they'll develop a, pro, uh, a program package for us to watch that'll be, that'll be solid. So it should be, I believe the Flow Sports program will be two hours live um, from 7 to 9, and it'll feature both 250 and 450 uh, pro classes. 50cc open. Um, I feel like there's also going to be one or two other classes. So like school, I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe 250B, uh, 125 all-star and 80 open or super mini, whatever they call it now. So I think that there's going to be like a six, like a six classes that will be, um, uh, that'll be streamed live on flow sports for sure. Um, but it's going to be gnarly because according to the way that they're going to do in order to keep all the pro classes within two hours, um, the, uh, the 250 and 450 mains are going to be like eight to 10 minutes apart. <laughs> wow. So it's going to, yeah, it's going to be heavy, heavy lifting. You know, I mean, that's, that's 30 laps, you know, in, in a very short amount of time, but that's, you know, if we want to play the game and be on TV, uh, that's how it's going to have to be. And so be it, you know, I mean, net positive is much bigger, um, you know, that direction. So couldn't yeah, agree more. Um, and I think that's a great opportunity for not only yourself, but the team and the series to steal that spotlight. Because like you said, there's literally nothing happening right now, unless you are a diehard football fan watching what sort of resembles the NFL right now. Um, there's no hockey. There's no junior <laughs> hockey. There's no uh, baseball. There's no there's no racing of any kind. NASCAR's uh, done, uh, and MotoGP, motocross. Like it, it's literally, if you're a sports yeah. fan and, and you really love it, you're probably watching Tony Blazer's all archived Supercross races from 1997. Otherwise, this is it. Uh, guilty as charged. I was watching um, uh, Anaheim, Anaheim, and Atlanta, and Gator back from 1990 earlier this year because uh, Kadrowski was on the Whiskey Throttle Show, and so I, I was listening to that. And by the way, uh, the first the first thing that I listened to do, to today while I was doing decals 
was in fact the Big MX Radio Show with Kevin Morans, and I appreciate the shout out on that episode. That was nice. very nice. Um, but yeah, so so I cycled through a whole bunch of stuff today. Started with your show, then then uh, after that was over, listened to the Kadrowski episode on Whiskey Throttle. Made it about an hour and a half in. Not that I lost interest, but um, you know, I can only I can only absorb so much ping, you know, in in one day. So then I was they were talking about 1990 a whole lot, and I was like, oh, I'll go back and you know watch some random races from them. And yeah, dude, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm we're all we're all in the same boat. We're all starved for for new content, and I mean, that's why. This is why, you know, Mike Kidd, whenever he started the Arena Cross series, that's why it started in November. You know, it was always first week in November, and, and the boys were in uh, Des Moines at the um, – ah, shit, I forgot what it was called. Anyway, but they they would start in Des Moines every – you know, the first November of every year. You know, you'd have Buddy Antonez and, and Denny Stevenson and Todd DeHoop and Jeff DeMent. Pedro and, Gonzalez. Uh, and Pedro Gonzalez, yes, absolutely. Chad Johnson, and yeah, yeah, oh and yeah, Josh Brad Hegseth, you know, yeah, Darcy Land. Yeah, there you go, Haggy. Uh, and this, you know, at that time, Mike Jones was even racing Arena Cross too. That's right. And uh, so on, so forth, and down the line, I mean, we could sit here and name names all, you know, for an hour. I love but, it. Yeah, no. Whenever those guys were racing, I mean, that that was by design. Mike Kidd did that by design, and then. You know, it was televised on Speed Vision, and then the tape delay would come out uh, the next weekend, and so, um, yeah, or, or or even a couple days later, and the motocross content was being was being uh, you know generated. You know, people watched it. I mean, shit, dude, I can't tell you the number of times that I would that like you know November and December, dude, we were glued to the TV watching Arena Cross, and 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 so it's it's. Um, Hopefully we can capture that, you know, this this next race and and really put it out there how wild Arena Cross is, um, dude. You know because it's like there's so much strategy that goes into it, you know, and it's like in, you know, we think of Supercross and it's like guys might battle for, you know, three corners, you know, like a three corner battle, like a back and forth, you know, like a th- a three. A three blow trade is is a big deal to see that kind of chess, you know, chess match. But then, dude, in arena cross, it goes for laps at a time. You know, where where you'll have somebody just, I mean, and, and you'll have ten to fifteen block passes, you know, on on two guys, and then you know lose track of the leaders whenever they're on the other side of the catapult, and there's four guys that are just, you know, for lack of a better way, just freight training each other in one corner, and it's like. Like goddamn, do you look away and there's and all of a sudden there's another you know just takeout fest going on and it's I mean it's tight racing it's all out war I mean it's it's um, very nuclear you know <laughs> there's a lot of bombs being dropped in in AX and it's and it's wildly entertaining so yeah if, I mean if if anybody's never really paid any you know, of your listeners never really paid attention to what goes on in Arena Cross I'd definitely check out the uh the flow sports program and you know i mean the best way to stay tuned is uh you know our socials and i know i'll, I'll send you all the links so you can you can put it out there on your on your channels too but yeah i'm really excited dude. I, i'm really looking forward to being on tv you know and getting to just be part of the show i've been on tv before on speed vision back in the day when i was racing you know right. um just just national arena cross so, you know it didn't have a title sponsor at the time but 
yeah, back in the day when before it was Amsoil. And I mean, that was tight, but now it's like, no, do you like I'm more competitive now than I was when I was 18. So hopefully, I love it. hopefully we can put these eight, hopefully we can put these ATZ Flipside KTMs on the box. I love it, my friend. If you're not already following Rip and Ruts, you need to go do so. If you're not already following the ATC Flipside Racing Program, you need to do that as well. You can find all the links to that through uh, Big MX Radio's Instagram, and you'll find a post about this uh, on my Instagram as early as tomorrow when this comes out. Jeff Crutcher here on the Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by MedTerrace CBD. You uh, have yourself a great rest of your evening, my friend, and I appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, dude.